Hello, this is John and Dave. You are listening to Marching Orders Episode 2. It is coming slightly after the month of November. Uh, that well, is no, prob- this is the December podcast. I've been a little out of the loop. Uh, <laughs> it's been a very busy month for us. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Fundraisers, community dinners, care packaging, and Code Blue. Uh, I will let John start out with the exciting things. Uh, the first thing being, we had our first fundraiser as an official 501c3, and it went really well. She was going to give that whole thing away, huh? Just the whole the whole schedule. The thing you were about to say, yeah. All right, well, anyway, so uh, I'm sure a lot of you who are listening to this uh, might have joined us. Uh, our big first fundraiser, as David said, as an official charity was Community Spirits. It was a cocktail competition where we took um, eight of New Brunswick's best current bartenders, and we uh, or nine, excuse me, and we pitted them up against six of New Brunswick's former best bartenders that have moved on to other things in their life. The best bartenders. And we had uh, three or four, three, RJ, um, Francis, Mike Hallen, and Chris James. We had four really great um, judges, all from various um, prestigious you know, uh, institutions in and around the New Jersey area. And... Uh, I guess the big takeaway there is that we were, you know, people were really excited about the idea of the shower bus, which is obviously our uh, our primary concern. It's obviously not our primary area of operation just yet, but it is why we became a charity and, and what we're primarily working towards. Um, and so a lot of people were very excited about that, and we were excited to share that information with them. Uh, David, I mean, you were... You were pretty integral in helping out there. David kind of got in the trenches. We were a little low on manpower, so what were your thoughts on the event? So just for some just for some context, this was a fundraising dinner at slash cocktail competition. I used dinner because we had so much food. Uh, if you had paid $25, the majority of our ticket sales were at the door. If you paid $25, you got uh, access to the event. You could watch the cocktail competition and... Uh, if you were there, you saw me serving food to, uh, uh, pretty much anyone that was in there. And it was pretty great. Uh, we had a lot of different, really, uh, really, uh, various and very different, uh, hors d'oeuvres, I'll call them, ranging from brie bites, small croissants wrapped around a delicious droplet of hoppy cheese that was of the brie variety. Or you were getting Tyson chicken wings, my personal favorite. Or the pizza, uh, pizza bites, which were my favorite, so that was pretty exciting. So there was a lot of food. Uh, it was definitely worth the money. We had specific seats at the bar for a little bit more. Uh, I think we filled the entire space exactly like we were expecting. Uh, really good turnout there. And uh, huge success on our part. I think the biggest takeaways for us were... Uh, big things about logistics and just how we were going to uh, structure this and maybe plan it a little bit better in the future. And uh, some exciting news on that front as far as the future. Some other people have talked to us about wanting to help us out with this event in the future, which is really great. So generally, huge success. Really, uh, really happy about it. Uh, Feel free to reach out if you have other questions about it, but I think that pretty much summarizes it. Yeah, Um, and then after that we had... Um, two events pretty pretty close uh, to each other back to back. We had 
our community dinner and uh, a care pack event that was um, hosted by Hidden Grounds, who pretty much participates in everything that we do, and um, both of them actually. So the community dinner, Hidden Grounds offered up their entire store to us, and um, just like all the other community dinners that we've had, we had uh, tons of local restaurants donate food. It was potluck style. Um, we had representatives from the city. We had representatives from kind of other um, charities in town. And we got to sit down and really get to know everyone. And, and you know, from a, from a service provider perspective, it's a really important moment because um, ARM maybe doesn't have this much of a problem, but I've had other people reach out to me from other charities where they say, you know, we're so focused on providing services that a lot of times we don't get the opportunity to, you know, really get to know someone. So it it was kind of special to a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. Um, and then the care packing event, uh, they were kind enough to host us again during uh, operating hours. And we had our student group come by and um, they did a really great job. They sorted probably four or five bags, maybe even more of donated clothing. Uh, we made 60 care packages. Each one had underwear, socks, uh Treats, toothbrushes, and toothbrushes, toothpaste. toothpaste. Uh, I don't know what else was in them, but they were great care packages. Yeah, they were. You know, there was more care in the packages than the bears. That's for sure. I'm not familiar with that. Um, <laughs> with that, with that euphemism, but um, so yeah, so that was really cool. And then actually, before we get on to our main topic, I totally forgot to add this to the agenda, which is good because David would have divulged it anyway, is uh, this Monday, uh, the 18th, we're doing another haircut event for the homeless. Um, you know, the Community Cuts event is something, it's our newest program, but it's also one of our more promising programs. Um, you know, obviously, a big thing that ARM tries to do is bridge the divide between, like, what makes you look homeless versus what... Well, how people should be treating you and i think if if it, which is actually i think david is like kind of like your tagline if uh they look if people look less homeless then they will not be right like, well, i mean uh if you don't look homeless or if you don't look different from anyone else then you won't be different from anyone else perfect yeah and i think that's a that's a, a great way to think about it so that's this monday um and then finally you know which is the the biggest part of this podcast is, or the biggest part of this particular episode is, um, Code Blue. Code Blue is, tonight is actually the first night of Code Blue. Tonight Code being, Blue. uh, today is the 13th? Today is the 14th. The 14th? Yes. Um. It is 7.38. 7.38. So it's, they're about 30 minutes into their first Code Blue of the season. Uh, Arm helped out a lot last year. Uh, we had, you know, a couple volunteers heading over there all the time, and, um, we're excited to ramp up our our commitment to the city this time because in addition to Code Blue, we also are going to be helping out with emergency shelter and those are the rotating shelter and those are two similar but different things. So the rotating shelter is houses of worship in New Brunswick offer up their space um, for one week at a time and they house 15 people. So it helps deal with the surplus of individuals that are looking for care in the winter months. Code Blue is a legitimate emergency shelter, meaning that once the temperature goes below 20 degrees, they open up these shelters. Um, and the most important thing to remember is that if this is a if homelessness is a topic that you care about, these programs don't exist without you volunteering. 
Like, the community dinner, like, Dave and me and Kelsey can do on our own. The care packing event, Shay and Zoe and Sabine and Prashanti can do on their own. But the Code Blue and emergency shelters will not exist if we do not get enough people to volunteer. And so I don't want to sound apocryphal, but it is extremely important. Right. Uh, John just gestured at me, and I don't exactly know what he wanted to say. That's a great giveaway, Dave. Thanks. Uh, what, what, uh, what am I supposed to be telling the people about? Uh, well, I, I don't know if it was made exactly clear. Uh, if you don't know what Code Blue is, for some of you who might be listening, Code Blue is a, um, initiative essentially where a bunch of potential shelters in New Brunswick, if they have the volunteers, open up their doors for when it is really cold outside. Essentially, once the temperature gets below a certain degree, uh... 20 it is degrees, 20 degrees. 20 degrees is the landmark temperature. Then the homeless will be invited into these shelters so that they uh, don't have to be out in the cold where it can be uh, a lot harsher. So that's what Code Blue is, and usually it can only happen if we have enough volunteers to make it happen. We have a great relationship with the guy who runs it, at least for New Brunswick. So uh, that is what that is. And if you are interested in volunteering for Code Blue, you should definitely reach out to me or John or email us at uh, armnewbrunswick.org. Contact info is all there. Yeah, um, so that's right around the 10-minute mark for us. Uh, basically, big takeaways. Thank you for being so awesome with the fundraiser. Uh, the community dinner and the care packing event were a fantastic entryway into the winter months. And Code Blue is here. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be here until March. And um, honestly, it's really simple, guys. It's two shifts, uh, 7 to 1 a.m. and 1 a.m. to 7 a.m., you, the vast majority of time is just spent playing cards and hanging out with other like-minded volunteers. So, um, you know, if you get a free day, maybe you're off the next day, maybe you don't have a lot going on, maybe you got a book you want to catch up on, just uh, do it for charity and do it for your community. So, again, like David said, if you have any questions, please, please, please reach out to us, um, and we'll be doing this all winter long, so stay tuned. Yeah, uh, one last thing about the podcast. We are in search for a jingle. So, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but we just start out these podcasts speaking, and so uh, I would like a jingle to be added, so if you are interested in providing one, we are in search of a jingle, officially. Well. So, yeah. Thank you all very much for listening. All right. Take care.